off the ball. And it does become a bit of a drug. You think that maybe they can manage it out too, but they really can. And so you found out after. And uh, but I, I'm still a great fan of Cork teams everywhere. Join yeah. in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. The Football Daily on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Friday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with Vera Pau. The Ireland boss broke her silence with a statement yesterday and she's done an interview with RTE today. She claims some of her staff turned on her in the final weeks of her tenure. The FAI is yet to respond to claims from Pau that she was undermined at the World Cup. The now former Ireland manager has hit out at the association for reneging on the offer of a new contract. Pau claims the review process into her role was flawed and the outcome was predetermined. Pau has accused the FAI of major mistakes by interfering in football matters during the Women's World Cup. In the interview with Orti, which was released today, Pau said bad things were going on behind her back, including from some of her coaching staff. She also said several players have contacted her privately to wish her luck, and she insisted there's no bad blood between her and captain Katie McCabe. Could be a pivotal night in the League of Ireland Premier Division title race. Champions Shamrock Rovers are in the box seat with eight games to play. Rovers have a four-point lead at the top ahead of their meeting with rivals Bohemians, who could close the gap to four points. Rovers won the first two meetings 2-0 this season, but Bowes came from 2-0 down to draw 2 all the last time the sides met at Daily Mount Park. More than 7,500 fans will be at Talla Stadium. It's a sellout, and the Virgin Media cameras will be there as well. There's another Dublin derby at Tocca Park, which is also very important in terms of the title race Shelburne take on second place St Pat's who are four points behind Rovers Pat's are unbeaten domestically in almost the last three months they'll bring a big crowd to Talca with them if Rovers and Pat's were to drop points then Derry City could take advantage with a win over Dundalk at Oriel Park Derry are seven points off the pace but they've played a game less due to their European exploits. Derry City goalkeeper Brian Marr was on this week's LOI Matchday podcast with Stephen Doyle and Marr says it's interesting at the top. It's obviously not something we'd speak about but you know now if you win on Friday that you're going to be gaining on people around you. So um, I suppose everybody probably would have looked at us against Bowes last week and said if we win one of them will drop points. So um, it's very interesting at the top at the minute. It's tight and obviously as you said we've that game in hand against UCD next week so um, I think if we could go in with two wins into that sort of small international break then uh, we have Rovers in the brand new well and you just never know but we have to take it game by game and as you said try and get as many points on the board as you can and, and see where it takes you into the last couple of weeks and and just try and still be there, thereabouts. That's where Cork City has Sligo Rovers. Cork are second from bottom and in the relegation playoff place. But a win tonight will close the gap on Sligo to three points. Sligo defender Johan Branafalk was also on the podcast with Stephen to look ahead to a big game at Turner's Cross, although he tried to play down the importance of it. I think all games are as important. Of course, keeping Cork from not getting three points is important. Uh, and us getting three points is important. So... I wouldn't say this is the biggest game of the season. Like every game is, uh, I'd say it's the biggest game of the season for all of the clubs. Uh, if you're in the top or if you're in the bottom, like it doesn't matter. Three points is always three points, and every game is as important as uh, the other. So, Drada are at home to UCD. All of tonight's games kick off at seven forty-five in the first division. Leaders Galway play Longford tomorrow, so Waterford can close the gap to twelve points if they win at home to Athlone. Wexford, who occupy the last playoff place are at home to Finn Harps. Third place Cove Ramblers host Treaty United who are four points off the playoff places and bottom side Kerry take on Bray Wanderers. All those games tonight kick off at 7.45. At 8 there's one game in the Premier League on the same night the transfer deadline 
closes at 11 o'clock. Luton will play their first home game in the top flight in 31 years when they welcome West Ham to Kenilworth Road, which had to undergo a £10 million refurbishment to allow it to host Premier League football. West Ham are unbeaten this season. They could go top with a win to follow up last week's impressive three points away to Brighton, which came after a 3-1 win against Chelsea. Hammers boss David Moyes says it's unfair. They have to play a game on deadline day and he says they'd like to do some business today. The reality is that we are still in the market and uh, we will be right up until the last minute, I've got no doubt about that. But uh, obviously it being on deadline day makes it really difficult for myself and everybody else to be involved in anything at the last minute. We've got a game to prepare for. Liverpool have rejected a bid of €170 million Euro from Saudi Pro League side Al Ittihad for Mo Salah. The bid for the 31-year-old was almost €120 million Euro with the rest in add-ons. Liverpool insists the Egypt International is not for sale and that is final as far as they are concerned. He signed a new three-year contract last summer. This is what Jurgen Klopp had to say at his press conference earlier on today. That was before the bid came in. Total position but remains the same. Absolutely, no, no doubt about that. He cannot. That's that's how it is. But um, nothing else to say. No offer. Not as far as that I know, but that doesn't mean a lot, to be honest. Some deals that have gone through ahead of that 11 o'clock deadline. Manchester United have signed Turkish goalkeeper Alta Bayendir from Fenerbahce. It's a four-year deal and the fee is €5 million. United have finally agreed a loan deal with Fiorentina for midfielder Sofyan Amrabat as well as Tottenham defender Sergio Regulon. That's a loan deal. He'll actually be available for Sunday's trip to Arsenal as will new summer signing Rasmus Hoyland who's been unavailable due to injury. Brighton have completed the signing of Barcelona star Anzu Fati on a season-long loan. Chelsea have brought in midfielder Cole Palmer from Manchester City. That fee is €50 million. City have confirmed the signing of Mateus Nunes from Wolves for €60 million. Aston Villa have signed defender Clamon Longley on a season-long loan from Barcelona. Liverpool will play Austrian side Lask, Union Saint-Gilloise of Belgium and Toulouse in Group E of the Europa League. Brighton's first ever season competing in European football will see them go up against Ajax, Marseille and Ike Athens. Last season's Conference League winners West Ham will play Olympiakos, Freiburg and TSC from Serbia. Rangers are in Group C with Real Betis, Sparta Prague and Aris Limassol. Aston Villa booked their place in the group stage of the Conference League last night with a 3-0 win at home to Hibs to advance 8-0 on aggregate. They've been drawn in Group E in the Conference League and will face Azed Alkmaar, Legia Warsaw and Zrinski from Bosnia. And FIFA President Gianni Infantino says Spain's Women's World Cup winning celebrations have been spoiled by the Luis Rubiales kissing scandal. The Spanish FA president, who's been suspended by FIFA, kissed Jenny Hermoso on the lips, which she says was without consent. Infantino feels that incident should never have happened, but says they acted immediately and have taken the necessary actions. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.